All right, welcome back to the TO Show. This is the second episode. We got a lot to cover today. Um, it'll be mainly conspiracy theories. First, we're going to start you off with a Spanish lesson. So, the Spanish lesson of the day comes from Argentina, and it's the word re, which is spelled R-E, and it, it's a substitute for moi, and it means very. So, if you say estoy re bien, it means like I'm very good. Uh, next up, we have our Canción de la Semana. So we did this last episode, but since it's the same week, uh, we're not going to change songs. So as a reminder, song of the week for me was Bebe by Takashi and Manuel. And mine was Si Se Da. And uh, well, I guess our next podcast will we'll have new songs for you guys. Um, but in the meantime, like I said, we have a lot to cover and we're going to start with with a big conspiracy theory nowadays, for some reason I feel like it's popular among athletes, like Kyrie Irving and, and I don't know. Dray- I think, did Draymond do something about it? Someone, I don't know. Someone did. I don't know why it's coming, but it's, it's the flat earth theory. So I am not a believer in the flat earth theory. I don't know if you are, Luke. I am not, if I'm to be honest. But <laughs> some of the, you know, some of the research is pretty compelling. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if you you've looked at like articles or the reasoning for some of it, but these these people go into depth and they have explanations for a lot of things. Um, I don't know if they're reasonable, but I mean, if you consider like flight, for example, like all the pilots have to take the curvature of the Earth into account. So you, all the people you see these conspiracies coming from aren't really associated with something that uses the curvature of the Earth. Yeah, I'm not super uh, knowledgeable on the flat earth, but I have, I have, I know some people who are flat earthers. Yeah, flat earthers. One will probably listen to this. But you know, I don't understand why, like, the government or whoever would try to fool us into thinking the earth is round. Like, what, yeah, I don't what see, difference does it make? Yeah, I don't see where the benefit would be to saying that it's Well, I know, flat. I know some people say, like, um, if, if, we believe that we're just like some round planet among billions or trillions of other planets then we'll see ourselves as irrelevant and that's useful for the government because they don't want us to think like basically that we have value but i don't <laughs> i don't really see that and i don't know why the why the moon would be round like we yeah, can see the moon i don't know why the moon yeah because it's it's flat. from my understanding it's widely accepted <clears throat> by uh by flat earthers that you know, other planets are round. So, I don't understand where, like... Yeah. So I guess they, they think that we're an exception then and that we are maybe, like, the center of... The universe? Or the center of something. Yeah, like we have but, a, some importance that <laughs> the government or whoever doesn't want us to know about. But that's an interesting one. I'm not too well informed on that topic as to the, the other side. And... Like, if, I, if I'm, like, on Instagram and I see some Flat Earth posts, the comments from the Flat Earthers say, like, do your research and you'll see. So I, I have tried to dig a little bit, but it just, like, I can't. I, it's, it just doesn't seem very useful to me. But uh, anyway, so the next one is 9-11, which is your birthday. Yep, it is. Happy uh, birthday. Yeah. <laughs> today is not 9-11. <laughs> yes, today is not 9-11, but... I don't know. That's another one where it's like the people who believe in that conspiracy are very adamant about the fact that they have done their research and they have 
ways to prove that it was an inside job. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe it was an inside job, but... Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Yeah, but a, uh, you but know... But it can weaken them. Maybe it can't melt Yeah, them. and a plane crashing into a building would probably weaken it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I think. Like, even if... Even if it's not at the temperature where it melts them, like, the foundations it's, are still going to be weakened. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might not cause, you know, permanent um, deformation. Yeah, and I was but, reading something where it was, like, the lobby was, like, even though the planes crashed um, to, like, the 80-something floor, I'm not sure what it was, but the lobbies were, like, very heavily destructed before the collapse of the building. And like that was part of the conspiracy, so I don't know about that, but I think the explanation from I think the explanation for that is that like uh the jet fuel basically leaked down through like at the elevator shafts and whatnot and mm-hmm. caused destruction. I'm not sure um i I don't know i'm I mean I was two years old, yeah, I don't when it happened I don't remember any of it and I, Certainly, so, don't know that much about it. Like, yeah, there's definitely some interesting, you know, points that can be made about it that uh, that you'd have to look into, like the World Trade Center Seven building, which mm-hmm. wasn't part, which also collapsed. You know, uh, which I haven't fully looked into, but they claim that there was like a demolition yeah. in the bottom floors of it. Well, one thing to consider, which. I mean, you really do need to consider is the consequences of what happened on 9-11 because afterwards we went to war. So mm-hmm. it's like, could that have been the agenda? Yeah, the, I think the common uh, reasoning would be to get involved and go after oil in the Middle East. Right, is, which I mean, which makes sense. It, yeah, kind of. Oil's pretty important. Yeah, yeah we'll, and, we'll and definitely yeah. have more to say about the government later. Um, and their conspiracies, but next one we want to cover is the moon landing. Are you, do you think we went to the moon? I think so. Yeah, then why haven't we been back there in however many years it's been? I mean, I mean, I guess just funding and there was no direct benefit, like we didn't have anything to do there. Yeah. As a, for the years. I mean, when people, I mean, I don't have this conversation too much, but when people say to me like, oh, then why... Why haven't we gone back? I just think like, it's super expensive, it's dangerous, and it's a lifeless rock that we've been to however many times, and what's the point in going back? Our next mission should be to go farther, Yeah. to go to Mars. I think um, one big point that I think a lot of people overlook as to why we did go is, um, you know, we're in the middle of the Cold War with Russia, and radar and everything is a thing by then, so you can't secretly launch anything at this point. Anytime Russia launched anything, we would know if they launched. If we launched anything, they would know. If we didn't go to the moon, why would Russia not say anything at that point, or the Soviet Union? Yeah, they like, would. Why, you it, think they would call us yeah, out for sure. They would, it would obviously be something that they want to win. You know, we're in the middle of it, so... The arms race. Why would they just allow it to... allow people to believe it if it didn't happen? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but as far as, like, the counterpoints to it, they say... They bring up, like, the video evidence of the flag. Um, they say it, like, fluttered at one point or something. Mm-hmm. But when I went to research that, 
So apparently the flag, obviously because there's no gravity, mm -hmm. they had to have a horizontal beam like to support the flag. And so yeah. when they put it in the ground, it wasn't like they just um, pushed it into the ground. They had to like twist it and stuff. So I, I think the explanation was that like he was the astronaut, I think it was Buzz. He uh he was twisting the flag and that's what caused it to flutter. Was Buzz the one that put it or Neil was the first one on was Buzz oh, the one that put the flag in? I don't I'm not sure. And Neil took the first step. Yeah. Yeah. How would it feel to be the guy that went up there and didn't step from the moon? Well didn't he like drive around instead? Like he didn't actually get out. He just Yeah. Like, there was someone who didn't I don't know if it was yeah. the first mission, yeah, someone didn't get on the moon. And they've just been forgotten by history. I mean, if you go that far, it's not... I don't know, but he, he was probably thinking that he might be the only one to survive, too, if yeah. something happens. Also, uh, another one of the points that uh, people who don't believe in the moon landing argue is that there's this, like, radiation belt that's really strong at, like, some point between the Earth and the moon. And they were saying that they would have gotten radiation sickness if they had actually gone to the moon. And the, and the answer to that that I saw was that they went, they went at a time where like the radiation was at its weakest and they went through it fast enough. Like if you're in there for two and a half hours or more, that's the point where like you'll, mm -hmm. you're, at, you're at a risk for radiation sickness, but they went through it fast enough to the point where it wasn't an issue and like it was totally safe yeah because so, yeah these like any mission to space of any kind with people or without is so meticulously planned right like down to millimeters and milliseconds almost yeah and i actually saw i think it was last week or two weeks ago um trump basically challenged nasa to go to the moon again again like which in the next I'm, five or ten years. I think that's a good thing. They just, accepted the challenge. Yeah, I so. would, yeah. Because now I think uh, there are points where we do want, like, if we now have benefits of going to the moon again for scientific well, research. Yeah, almost, yeah. almost like practice since yeah. the next... Especially if we're trying to go to Mars. Right, you need as to our practice. next step. You know, the, the moon is easier to get to than, the, than Mars, obviously. Yeah. It could, I, I know there were ideas that it could be like a stepping stone, like you could have a mini base One on the moon. One small step. <laughs> Lance Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> Quote Lance Armstrong. Yeah, but like there's, uh, there's ideas that you could use the moon as a, a, a resting point. Like you go to the moon and then from the moon you go this to Mars. Like a checkpoint. Yeah, yeah, like to refuel and re-prepare. Instead of one what, long flight. What, do they plan on setting up, like, a little station there, or what? I think that was, like, one of the ideas. I don't know if, whose idea it was, but... It seems kind of tough. Yeah, I mean... See, we haven't even been back there. It's, it's I mean, pretty I, wild, it's, though, that it's yeah. been... Shoot, 50 years. 50? Nearly yeah. 50 years. Yeah, a few months away from 50 years. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well... I hope we get back there. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see that, you know, just right. be around to experience someone going to the moon. I think now we would be able to detect if, if it was real or not. Yeah, it'd be pretty obvious, I think. You know, hard to think It's not in black and but, white. Yeah. Well, I guess everything in space is kind of black and white. 
You'd see the red, white, and blue. Yeah? Mm-hmm. USA. So next, you want to talk about UFOs? I don't know that there's too much to say on that. Although we did see a UFO a couple of days ago. Yeah, we we saw something. <laughs> well, a UFO, by definition, yeah, I guess is you're an right. unidentified flying object. And this we, we did a, not identify it. So it's a UFO to us. Yeah, to us it was a UFO. So for our listeners, basically, we were up at the pool, and it was pretty dark out, so it was hard to see. And we saw something that was too close to be an airplane, but it, it also like didn't have lights. Like It wasn't bright. I don't know if you can hear that sound, but it's, it's raining outside. Hopefully you don't hear that. Yeah, hopefully you don't hear that. And if you do, we'll just re- redo this podcast and go uh, make I it better. Not. But anyway, <laughs> we saw something. I honestly don't know what it could have been. It could have been a drone, actually. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was small. Like, the light was small. So I thought it, if it was like... I thought it was farther than an airplane. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a UFO, so... Now you have. Who, who knows what it could look like? Is it yeah. come in any shape or fly in any way? I mean, yeah, but I guess off of UFOs, the segue that I was thinking about was uh, just alien life and why we haven't found any in the universe. Oh, you want to go there? We could go there if you're prepared All right, so, for ideas. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to go through the possibilities there, we could. So, alien life, why do you think? We haven't found it, or do you just think there isn't any? I think, I think, uh, I think we should find some at some point. And I, I was reading something. I, I, this was a while ago, so I couldn't find it again. But uh, some scientist, who you know, I can't remember by name, yeah. was basically saying how statistically he thinks we should have found life, and it's kind of scary that we haven't yet. With how, with like how we've. Uh, yeah. Progressed. And, you know, there's a lot of theories why we haven't found it. The most interesting to me is um, kind of that there have been, you know... We're just too stupid for, for aliens to want to interact with us. That's not around, that, is that is that for you, maybe, but uh, for me it's that there are, there have been, you know, civilizations before that uh, have become advanced but have pushed themselves to, you know, uh, their own limits and killed themselves off, which right. is interesting to me, given the, you know, current situation around climate change on Earth and how it could affect human life. Well, yeah. And, you know, how, we could be an example of what other... How reckless we are with yeah. our instruments of war, and it's, you know, it's scary, but it's a possibility for sure. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, like, for <clears throat> the possibilities of aliens, either... We're alone, mm-hmm. which I mean, yeah. I mean, some planet has to be the first one to have life. I mean, the odds true. that we would be the first one would be ridiculously small, but some yeah, planet does be, have to be the first one. It'd be incredibly small, and I, I guess, guess it too. It's it's hard to really clarify what life is because you know when you think of finding life, we I think a lot of people would imagine. You know, like something a, like an us. advanced civilization, right, something like us. Right. Yeah, but realistically, it could just be like uh, little single cells that are alive and multiple. Yeah, that are naked to the invisible eye. That could be on just some random planet in the yeah, middle of, of nowhere. Yeah, our standards for life definitely don't have to be met anywhere else. I mean, it's not necessarily. It's not necessary. I know 
Neil deGrasse Tyson, I think it was Neil deGrasse Tyson, says that the universe is under no obligation to be understood by us. Which is a good point. I mean, yeah, and it doesn't have to make sense. We just try to make sense of what's around us. But uh, also, I, I heard this theory that basically it would be like us finding or like coming across a worm on a street. Like we would have no reason to interact with it because its intelligence level is so minuscule compared to ours mm-hmm. that it, it would not be worth that time to interact with it. And basically, that's how other alien life forms are. Like we are the worms, and they are the humans walking over us. Like why would they waste their time to come down and interact with us? Basically, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? I, I mean, it's just yeah. It's crazy to think about how different life could be because uh, it's almost like impossible to even imagine like what another life form could be like. Because when I imagine a life form it all kind of seems human-ish. Yeah. Like, it, it, I always imagine, like, you know, some features that similar to ours, like legs or arms or tentacles or something that we've experienced. But it could... But who knows what could be out there that we've never experienced and can, like, haven't imagined. I think about that a lot, actually. Just, like, how weird our, like, life is. How weird we are as humans. Like, it can literally be any other way. I don't even know how to describe it, like, I can only picture it in my head, like, I can't, I can't even put it into words, just how different things could be, and that would be the new normal, like, mm-hmm. life forms could come in any different, any different way, um, and that, oh, that reminded me of something, oh, aliens and DMT, I was just I thinking about, about that, I was just thinking about that exact thing, so I was gonna say, we aren't really on a conspiracy theory topic right now talking about this, but I guess you could tie it into a conspiracy. Yeah, here's one. Um, Alex Jones was on Joe Rogan. Very, very interesting and fun. Yeah, so yeah, Alex yeah. Jones, for those who don't know, he's basically the most famous conspiracy theorist I know. I, I think he's I the most famous. Yeah, he's the first person that comes to my mind, like InfoWars and all that. Yeah, so go ahead. So, uh... Basically, to quickly summarize his whole uh, spiel on the on the topic was that we have come into contact with aliens, but the government doesn't, you know, tell us. And that what he said was that they're that humans are getting like high on DMT and getting put into these meeting rooms with aliens to make intergalactic deals. <laughs> Which it sounds ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous, but you know, I mean, but he's very. He's a very adamant believer of what he says. And I have nothing to disprove him about that. But like, and so just besides the fact that it sounds ridiculous. Yeah, what he's, so these intergalactic deals, I think what he says, is basically they give us technology and we give them basically control over us, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't... And they, they give us the technology... I don't know. I don't really know what to think about it. I obviously, I've, I've never done DMT. I don't know yeah, if I that allows you to talk to aliens, but... I can't imagine we could give them technology if they were here. I mean, we could, what we could give them would be, like, life forms, I guess, to study if we were that different, to like, for them to examine us. Yeah. That we would willingly give them... Well, uh, for, for the people who have done DMT, though, just, like, from hearing their experience, it's pretty powerful. And they, they, they trip pretty hard, so I don't know if 
their accounts are very reliable. Yeah, that's another thing you have to bring in the question is like how well do you actually remember like what but, your trips? But that's interesting though because he was saying or Joe Rogan was saying that like the people who take it, if it's like 10 people who take it, they all see the same thing. Like they're all tripping yeah. and like seeing the same stuff. So it's, it's, that's, that's weird. That's yeah. weird. I think what was, oh, what was Alex Jones saying on this? Oh, he was saying that like, was it DMT or was it a different drug that when you take it, it opens like a chemical blockade, I guess, in your brain that allows you to like, go to, I think he said other dimensions or something No, like I think that. that was DMT, yeah. Yeah, he said like other dimensions and um, he was saying like it's naturally in your body, blah, blah, right, blah, right. and that whenever you die, it's released so your body, like not, there's not an afterlife maybe, but your body, your brain uh, gets... Basically tripped. <laughs> yeah, tripped into like another dimension, dimension when you die. That's food for thought. I don't know. There's only one way to find out, I guess. Because we have to eat have to die to find DMT. Yeah. And I I don't really want to try DMT <laughs> and I don't know where I would I would even attempt to find DMT. I, I have no idea. I think I'm Joe was saying like once you do it like there's no going back. But I don't mean like addiction, I mean like okay. once you experience that crazy trip, like your life changes. Yeah. You just think about things differently. I don't know. I mean I've I've heard that with weaker drugs. Like, I've had someone tell me, like, I don't remember what they tried. Like Tylenol? <laughs> no, Tylenol changes your life, man. I've had Tylenol. I, it was probably, like, acid or something like that. And they said, like, they tried acid and it, like, Opens actually... your mind. It actually changed their perspective before and afterwards on some things. But I don't know how true that is for everyone. No. I haven't tried that one either. <laughs> Well, the rain, the rain died down a little bit, so hopefully the audio is a little bit clearer now. Yeah, we won't know until afterwards, yeah. so this could be a complete waste of time. Hopefully not. Alright, so... Pharmacies. Big Pharma. Big Pharma. B. <laughs> What's a big farmer? <laughs> big Hiding farm. the cancer cure. What do you think? Hot take. I mean, hot take? I... <laughs> What do you think? I think it's possible that... I certainly it's, think it's possible. I mean, it's very, very possible. They make a lot of money off of cancer, I guess the cancer epidemic, if you'd call it that. I don't know if it's an epidemic, but uh, it seems like it's very prevalent Yeah. now. Maybe it's just the way it's at. Just the technology we would find it. Yeah. I guess people are living longer, and so it has more opportunity to rise. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that. does cancer become, like, more... Probable the older you get, like you become, you're at a greater risk the older you get, or is it just? Like, yes, I think it is because. Or, or it's something is correlated to like if you smoke cigarettes, the more you smoke, the more chance you have. So like as you get older, it's just because you're smoking more, not necessarily because you're aging. Maybe it's just because you do whatever is cancerous more. Well, I mean, uh, I just looked it up really quickly. So, the you can get cancer at any age, obviously, but the median age for diagnosis for breast cancer is 61, 61. And, for, and for lung cancer it's 70 so obviously it's more prevalent as you get older mm-hmm. well, I don't know but I think uh, it I read about it once I think it has something to do with 
as you get older and, you know, everything in your body kind of starts to weaken or, you know, uh, work less efficiently, yeah. there's a higher chance because your cells are, have slowly been, like, you know, getting, getting weaker and deteriorated with your DNA, DNA as they uh, multiply. Yeah. So eventually it's at a point where they become... Uh, slightly different than you know when you were born just based off of degenerating and so it's a higher chance that they yeah yeah, it's a higher chance of mutation makes sense I guess well did you see this news probably broke a couple months ago but the Israeli scientists who said that they would have a cure for cancer within the next year I did not why they said what that was they were his grounds? Well, first, first they said that they might have found a cure for cancer, and then it came out that they would have it within the next year. <clears throat> that would. I see article here. They would be very rich. From February nineteenth, I don't know if it's an update. It's just that they claim to create a miracle drug that completely cures cancer. Is that the Israeli guys? Yeah, Israeli scientists claim. Yeah. Um, this, it doesn't look like this says anything about if it's worked or not, but it just is talking about it. So do you think if we were to find a cure for cancer, there would be another disease that would basically make it come up and then that be the next one? Because I feel like there's always something that's common yeah, amongst there's people. Yeah, something that- will... Something will arise that well, obviously be something would be then the, 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 the big, new yeah, big thing. Cancer. But would it be as big as cancer? Like I think, I don't. I don't think it would. I don't think anything would just arise because cancer disappeared. But yeah, um, I mean, there's always a risk for something to come up. Yeah, the black yeah. plague. But the thing is, with vaccines. Well, which is that's a which could other, be another that, that could be a whole other episode. I mean, vaccines are, I, I think, really helpful. Yeah. And these people who are not getting vaccinated are causing I, problems. It seems like. I yeah. For me, I guess I don't understand. You have a so if a vaccine causes autism, like they say it does, you then have the choice between. A disease that will kill you or possibly having autism. Right. I would probably choose possibly having autism over dying if I'm going to No, be definitely. I mean, well, I haven't had autism, so I don't know what it's like to live right, well, being autistic, but I'd rather try that than die. Alex Jones was saying that it's not the autism. It's that, like, they basically use vaccines as a Trojan horse mm-hmm. where they put something in the vaccine. So when you inject it, you are fighting off the disease, you're getting what fights off the disease, but you're also getting, you're getting whatever else. the government wants you to have, or whoever's giving you the vaccine wants you to have. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Cancer, with cancer, it's, I see that um, we'll probably have big advancements in the, in the recent near, near future on mm-hmm. cancer. I was reading this, I actually saw this a couple days ago. So there's, in Tasmanian Devils, there's a, uh, it's called DFTD, Devil Facial Tumor Disease. It's a type of cancer in the Tasmanian devil, you know, animal. Yeah. And it, uh, it cut the devil, the population by 90% since, like, it's been, uh, I guess, 
evolved or come out from um, evolved from whatever. But now um, they're finding that some of these Tasmanian devils have evolved to actually resist the cancer. So they're like naturally fighting it off, I guess. Which wait, so they get the cancer and naturally fight it off, or they just don't get it in the first place? So it's a transmissible cancer that spreads through bites. So they spread it to each other, uh-huh. I guess, through fighting. Yeah. Uh, it's lethal. Since it was discovered, the population has dropped by 90%. And, yeah, they, they seem there's certain, I guess, populations of the Tasmanian devils that are evolving new defenses that are helping some of them fight back and survive. That's a quote from this article on BigThink.com. So, I, I mean... If that's true, I think scientists would, you know, that obviously be something to immediately it. look at to right. see, see what why. it is that allows them to fight it off. Yeah. And if it really is true that they're evolving to fight against it, do so you think at some point, if we don't find a cure for cancer, that maybe ha- either cancer would kill us off or we'd evolve to, you know, but fight I don't it off would, in some way? I don't think it would kill us off. No, but, I mean, you either would just... Yeah. Kill a lot of people. Yeah, kill a lot of people, I guess, but, you know, some people would have to evolve to fight it off eventually. Yeah. I'd think. Well, cancer aside, though, big pharma, at least in the United States, do you think that there's a problem with them? Is there any conspiracy behind that other than just, like, high prices compared to other countries? I mean... It's hard to Is there a problem? I don't know. I think... I mean, our, our system is also a lot different than other countries. That's true. Yeah. So it's... It, everyone immediately compares just the straight-up prices, but everything is very different in, in how the whole um, insurance and taxes on and healthcare and all that works between mm. us and, say, Europe. Right. But, I, I mean, they definitely... It's not a monopoly, but... It almost feels like, to some extent, that they they boss the sick. Yeah, no, I, I feel like it's a monopoly. I mean, they don't really have any competitors, so. Yeah. They're the healers. Yeah, and they can charge whatever they want, realistically. It's a problem. So, the big question that I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure everyone is wondering is Thank, from, our, our, from, from our friend uh, Alex Jones. Yes, do you want to pull up the audio? I can. can you? I will. Absolutely. So, <laughs> the question is is the government turning the frogs gay? And the reason <laughs> the reason we have this as a topic is because Alex Jones is basically saying that um the government is spreading through the water, I think, basically a gay bomb, according to Alex Jones. This is a, it, the, the video is one minute 10, so I'll have to kind of search around to find gay bomb Iraq. there's gay bomb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we first just talk about how he says troops? Yeah. <laughs> the trips. When I was listening to this, I, I thought he was saying trips, and I, I was so confused, but he, he is saying troops. 
Yeah. Because you can't decipher Alex Jones' language. So, I mean, this is an old clip. This, I think this is partially where he's starting to get really famous, just from, like, it becoming a meme. It's a shame, though, that he... Because, I mean, he has proved some conspiracies to be real, which is pretty wild. Yeah, he, he has, has some crazy ideas. Like, it's a shame that he does say these crazy things because he could potentially be doing some more things. Basically, like... The boy who cried wolf. Like you can't yeah. tell which ones are the serious ones. Yeah, that's what, when we we watched uh, Joe Rogan or m most of it together when Alex Jones was on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's a shame because he'll he'll say something that is clearly true and like he's pro it's been proven true yeah. that he originally reported. And you think, oh wow, he, this guy might be legit. And then he goes and says that where you've dropped gay bombs on Iraq on Iraq and Iran and our own troops. Yeah, it's just the most and ridiculous Yeah, he just spews out completely ridiculous statements. It's the video. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear this. I skipped ahead a little bit. Alright, go for it. So that's the part that got his clip famous. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if the frogs are turning gay. Is there any... I don't know the science... evidence I think, behind that? <laughs> I think there is some scientific, like, not reasoning to what... I mean, I mean he has a reason for saying that. But, but not that they're turning gay, but that there's something where like, certain frogs are, like, changing their gender <laughs> because of... Is it just the frogs, or is it, like, the fish and... <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it is. It it's so if you type frogs. frogs changing, the first Google result is frogs changing gender. What? So is that real? Okay. So, so yeah. So apparently, from LiveScience.com, there's a pesticide that turns male frogs into females. I'm, I'm gonna see. I don't know. That doesn't turn them gay then. It just no. They're not turning them gay. Female. Yeah, it, it can cause sexual abnormalities in frogs. Huh. So, I mean, there is I, some, not validity to what he's saying, but the, re the reasoning, There's I guess, that he's saying it. You can see where it might be coming from. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't have any... Any research on that topic, but it's it's pretty funny. So I don't think either of us have any research. We just wanted to play. <laughs> it's worth bringing up for sure. Yeah, we just wanted to play the clip. Another thing that Alex Jones brought up is that NASA and Google are basically running the USA. Which again, I don't really know how valid that is, but that's interesting, I guess. Yeah. Although NASA is government run. Right? I mean, it is, it's yeah. It's government funded, funded and all that. It's government funding. But I don't even know where to even start on, on runaway societies. Yeah, me neither. I'm not Alex Jones. Yeah, we might have to do a <laughs> I don't think like him. We might have to do a full another episode on Alex Jones and just specifically what he is saying. Like, just yeah. rewatch all the Joe Rogan podcasts. He's very entertaining. And very interesting I mean, to listen to. Because yeah, yeah. some of it does, like, some of his conspiracies sound real. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And some then some of them, again, sound ridiculous. If you haven't seen the Joe Rogan podcast with him, I would go watch or listen to it. Because you'll sit there and 
you'll think like he'll get you deep in thought like yeah and you'll be seriously considering what he's saying and then he'll go and and do this <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're just everyone's dying laughing and you yeah. can't take him seriously for a couple minutes well he's he's certainly passionate about what he does yeah can't take that away from him so moving on to something that is very real I think um, and it isn't really much of a conspiracy it's just like what is the government capable of what are they doing and are they like where's the line like are they overstepping boundaries of privacy or are they is it within their right to maybe you know read our messages listen to our calls like at what point does we'll, it go from yeah. safety to just overstepping just like boundaries? just I guess spying or yeah uh, that's a, it's a uh, it's a very it's a tough one. It's a fine line, I guess, but it's a fine line. It's very hard to to yeah. locate. Yeah. At the same time, and I mean, there's if you look at China and their like social system, they're on the surface more obviously worse than us with like their tracking and like uh-huh. they they have the new or whatever it is the social scores. Oh and yeah. Stuff like that. Oh, that's straight out of the Black Mirror episode. Yeah. Literally, like. Yeah. It's crazy. Which, that's... Oh, my God. Could you imagine, like, getting... Basically, they grade you as a person, I yeah. guess. And then, and then affects. that affects your life. Like, if you have a... If your grade is too low, like, you can't ride the bus or the train or something like that. Like, you... Yeah. They physically won't allow you to right. do that. So, for those of you who haven't seen the Black Mirror episode... Um, first, I recommend watching all of Black Mirror. Because it's, it's very interesting, you know. It's one of my favorite shows, but this episode in particular, I'm not sure what the title of it is, but uh, essentially, like, after every interaction, the people you interact with grade you on, like, your, on their phone or something, and so you get this cumulative grade, and then based on that grade that affects, like Luke said, what you can do, like, if you can take a plane, or, or like, if you can... Um, get a loan from the bank or something like that. And that's essentially what's happening in China. Which is scary that your the like your grade can affect you in that way. Yeah, it, yeah, so okay, I found the episode. So the episode is Nosedive. Yeah, that's it's right. The first episode of season three. It's on Netflix. Yeah, and I don't even No, that's too much. I would yeah. I wouldn't be comfortable with that at all. I don't know if anyone would be comfortable with it, but like if the government says that's what's happening, how much of a choice do you have if you if not everyone is gonna like stand up with you? You really don't. I, I couldn't. I don't know that I could see that happening. I mean, it's happening in China, like. But like, the government would completely have to change. Imagine, I'm imagine you have to have a certain grade to be the president. It seems to me that half the country always hates the president, so they would have yeah, a they do. terrible grade. Yeah, I mean, that opens up rabbit holes of, like, how would you... Well, there's definitely problems with it. You know, do... Yeah. Like, how do you grade someone in such a divisive position as the president? Yeah, even, I mean, even non-divisive presidents are still divisive just on what they have to do. Yeah, and decisions and, they have to make. And the grades are very obviously very subjective since each person 
give someone else a new grade. Like if they're just in a bad mood that day. Yeah. Oh, that's rough, man. Yes, I mean, the episode is a little different than what's happening in China in that it's oh, yeah, people grading other people where... Obviously, it's not it's, as severe, but... Yeah, it's... In China, the similarities are scary. It is, yeah. Anything, anything from a Black Mirror episode that happens in real life is scary. Would be scary. Yeah, because the whole point of the show is to just it's be a, yeah, science, kind of a nightmare. Not fiction. Yeah, like a science fiction nightmare scenario. Yeah drawbacks to advances in technology but i definitely think the government is capable of a lot that maybe we don't know about oh yeah just because some of the technology we have is ridiculous and some of the technology and like knowledge we have had for a long time mm -hmm. like we went to the moon supposedly yeah supposedly. 50 years ago like think of how much how much we can do or how much the government can do yeah and, and off of that too is um, I don't remember the exact number but we'll say 10 to 15 uh, but it's there it's like a common uh, not maybe not common but it's said that like the the government and the military are generally 10 to 15 years ahead of normal society in terms of technology I believe so it. like I mean maybe not like normal ground truth but like you know, the more secret things that we don't know about, um, you know, radar. Why would, why would they yeah. tell us? Yeah, there's no reason. Why would they like, tell us? Like, if it's us? not useful to us and they want to keep it secret, there's from, no from reason. From other, right, they always want to, they want to stay ahead, they want the advantage. Yep, and then... Why would they tell us? Yeah, and so much of our technology, just as, like, common people, comes from uh, the government and government advances and military advances, more than you'd even think. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about, like, security cameras? They're everywhere. You they can't. are. You're always you're all, I mean, under for watch. For the most part, you're always Which is a watch. weird thought. Yeah. It's very big brothery. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... It all, I mean, it all just comes down to what they're being used for. Right. So, I mean, I'm not That's opposed to, like, just security cameras on a building, to, on a store, so they don't get robbed or mm -hmm. to help catch people who rob them, but... I guess intent is... In, makes all the difference. Though. Yeah, but, I mean, if they say that's the intent, they say that's the intent. You know, you don't know what they're actually doing. It's, you just... I just think it's scary how the government can make people basically disappear. Mm hmm I don't like to know things like... Like, you can disappear, yeah. and they will make it look like an accident. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not know things like that. I'd rather just be naive and just be. You know, Honestly, sometimes yeah. it's better to be better to be naive. And that's I something like with the president and and like higher government officials. Like Trump said something about like oh he has to do all this. It was early on. He had, he had like oh you couldn't believe the things I have to deal with and see on a daily basis stuff like that. There's a lot of things that the government does that I don't want to know about. Like, yeah, even if it's definitely. not good for me, if they're still going to do it, I don't want to know. I'd rather not. And I'd rather just be able to be naive and move on with my day, not having to worry about whatever it would be. Yeah. I, it, I mean, just imagine being Alex Jones and, like, how, how much is going through his mind and how stressed he must always be. Yeah, something like, I, I think he said it. It's just you don't want to know like everything he knows. It's yeah. It's hard okay. to enjoy. This is like things. completely off topic, but 
does like being stupider make you happier? Because I mean, there have been studies done where like the more intelligent you are, generally, the more unhappy you are. I mean, I could, I can and I can't see that because I guess certain aspects of life that, you know, are desirable, you have to be intelligent to be able to get them like, you know, high paying jobs and stuff like that. But at the same time, there's a trade off of the work you have to put in and how much work you have to do to get access to those, which makes people unhappy. Yeah. But if you don't, then, I mean, you can be happy and naive, but you're still not going to be living as great of a life as you could be. Mm -hmm. I think generally that might be the case that the more intelligent you are, the less happy you are, but it really does depend on the individual. I mean, yeah, I mean, they say money doesn't buy happiness, but... But it can buy me a boat. Yep. I think it... Yeah, it can. Start to pull it. Yeah. It can buy happiness. If you're... If you know what makes you happy and you know how to use your money, it can 100% buy you happiness. But if you don't, which I guess maybe a lot of intelligent people in that case maybe wouldn't know how to use their money or wouldn't know how to make themselves happy, mm-hmm. then they're getting all that money for nothing. That would be an interesting topic for another podcast would be what defines intelligence or like what yeah what is intelligence we're coming up with all kinds of ideas right now yeah speaking of which to the to the uh, listeners if you have any ideas for podcast topics um let us know we're going to try to set up a twitter page i think here soon so you can tweet at us but i think anyone who's listening now has mine or luke's yeah, number, at this so. point, early on, we know it. Although we Hopefully. did get, we're, right now, after the day. 48 hours or so, we're at six, <laughs> six listens. That ain't bad. Two of those are us, I think, probably. Yeah. But So four, 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 four listens. Four loyal listeners. Yes. So we Shout out to you. Josh's mom again for being yeah. a loyal listener. We thank you. All right, anything else you would like to cover? I think, what, what are we at? 40, 45 minutes? minutes. Yeah. Right. Getting along. I mean, do we have a message of the day? Message of the day. Something we're gonna wing yeah, every you know, week. Yeah, my I have a message of the day. My message of the day is, do your own research. Um, Form your own opinions. Yeah, think for yourself. I think that's important, especially like with regard to conspiracies. I mean, you can a lot of times you can do the research by yourself and come up with an informed opinion. Um, whether you have that information in your hand or not, it's, it's good to have your own opinion about things and to be a free thinker. We encourage free thinking. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so, all right, I guess that's all we have for you today. That's all from us signing off. I'm Luke. And I'm Josh. We'll see you next time.